0: guest today is Mike Lamb. He is the executive director for the Washington, D.C. area for Turnaround for Children. Welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here with you, Courtney and Matt. Yeah, lovely. So tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and about your organization and kind of work that you are doing. Yeah, so I got into all of this because I was a middle school teacher on the south side of Chicago. Mm-hmm. And when I taught middle school <laughs> there, um, I had students who were experiencing lots of adversity and stress and at the time I thought my only job was to be able to get academic results Mm -hmm. and so we were exclusively focused on that and we got lots of academic results every year and so I patted myself on the back (laughs) and thought I had accomplished my mission they went off to ninth grade knowing how to read and I thought everything was great Uh, but the reason that I do the work that I do now is because of what I missed Mm -hmm. and that's the work that Turnaround for Children does. We connect the brain science of stress learning and development to put tools practices and strategies into the hands of educators because we know that the science of learning and development says that you have to build the social emotional and academic skills and mindsets of children all at the same time and so looking back on it and keeping in touch with my students i know the impact of stress management on their lives i know the impact of self-regulation and being able to control yourself in challenging moments, and I missed all of that. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm so excited to do the work that we do at Turnaround. So what does the work actually look like? When you yeah. get down to it, tell us what, 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 how it works. Totally. Okay. So we like to say that we have one foot in science and one foot in schools. And we try and translate the science that's been out there for a long time mm-hmm. into practices, tools, and strategies that educators can use. And so in DC, for example, we have a partnership with DC Public Schools and KIPP DC and we um, both train uh, people in schools, so teachers, leaders, social workers, et cetera, but we also work with systems leaders like the deputy chancellor, Melissa Kim, who's been here on panels with us and is a fantastic leader of this work, like the instructional superintendents of DCPS, because we know that if an individual teacher or an individual principal is trying to do this work, but they're not hearing that this is not only okay to do if you find a few moments here or there, but it's actually the core way that children learn and develop, Mm -hmm. then they're not going to feel like they can really do it. And so D.C. has put a lot of effort behind this. And so we've trained all principals, elementary and middle school last year. We're training 50-plus more this year. And what's amazing is that um, D.C. just had their NAEP scores come out. And for many states across the country, there were decreases. Right. But D.C. was one of two jurisdictions in the entire country that had gains. And what's amazing is that D.C. public schools has the most gains of any district Mm. across the country over the last 10 years. And they have prioritized social, emotional, and academic development together. Mm -hmm. And so what's amazing is that they've both prioritized this work but also had the biggest amount of gains and for the first time ever have beaten the large urban national average for districts. And so this is a really big deal for them. And I think it really speaks to what the science says, that there's not just a social and emotional learning time from two to three on Tuesday afternoons. This has to be baked into the fabric of everything that we're doing. Do you find that it's difficult to convince educators and other leaders of this, or do you feel it's more like people are ready for it or right for it? Yeah, I think that's a great question. And from our experience, uh, we see educators being ready for it. Right. And I think ultimately, we have not shied away from using the science mm-hmm. to drive all of our trainings and all of our work. And we got a lot of um, advice early on to shy away from the science. Right. Don't use words like amygdala, hippocampus, cortisol, <laughs> oxytocin. Yeah. Um, for educators because it was too much for them right gotta make it accessible and we've kind of ignored all of that and what we've seen is that educators love hearing the science because it explains their world it explains the challenges that they're dealing with every day and creates a pathway for them to actually get the results that they want. And so we've seen some resistance early on, but once they see that it's actually the way that the brain is functioning Mm -hmm. and that the amygdala is in charge when you're feeling moments of stress Mm -hmm. and it inhibits the hippocampus from doing its job of learning and memory, Then they start to have these ahas about, oh, wow, that's why this child that I've been really stressed about and haven't really built a relationship, there's no learning happening. Or for a teacher that has really put relationships at the core of everything that they've done, they've seen amazing academic results alongside their social and emotional development, not seeing it as a trade-off that I can only do one or the other. And so I think for educators who have been the most successful, they're seeing the science now validate what they've been doing, but I think for educators that have been struggling, they're seeing a pathway forward. So when you see some of the, I, let me put it this way, some of the tools I've seen, that the things you're describing, I've seen it in some other schools happen at a much lower level, yeah. you know, just the beginning that explaining the brain science really is, is like the key to everything. Yeah. And it's, it, like you said, you're seeing it in the kids, but it hasn't always been successful So what makes Turnaround so successful compared to the way we kind of used to do it? Well, I think speaking from our own experience at Turnaround, I think we know that we have to integrate this into the fabric of what a school is doing anyway. This can't feel like a whole separate initiative that they have to do. It actually has to be the way that they do school. So we spend a lot of time grounding themselves in what we call the lens. And so they're often coming to us saying, we have this big problem what is the thing that I can do on Monday? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. while we have tools and resources and all of that stuff for what they should do on Monday, the reality is if they don't have that lens, if they haven't deeply understood the science, then they'll become a Tuesday and they'll feel like, what do I do now? And so even though there's this huge demand for us to talk about tools and resources right at the beginning, we spend a lot of time helping them deeply understand the science so that they, without us necessarily having to be next to them, Mm -hmm. that they can apply the science at any given moment with their students in their school or in their classroom. So I think that's something that makes us really unique, is that we don't just kind of skate by the science. It is at the core of everything we talk about every day with our partners. So you said you are in the D.C. area. So where else is turnaround-based and how can people get in touch with us? Yeah, awesome. So we are in New York and have been for a long time. We just started a partnership in the Bay Area, so we're in California, and we also just started a partnership in Tulsa and Chicago. So we're starting to branch out, particularly starting with systems leaders in creating the space in a system for this work to be prioritized. And then we also train principals and school leaders as well, ultimately working in schools and implementation on the ground. So I think one thing that's really unique is that we've started to work primarily with systems leaders and school leaders first Mm -hmm. to make sure that they're really owning all of this work from their level And that they're starting to realize the ways in which they might be making it harder for a fourth-grade teacher in a classroom in one of their schools to actually prioritize this work. And so if you're interested in not only school-level work but also systems-level change, then we'd love to hear from you. And you can go to our website, turnaroundusa.org, and we're also just launching a podcast called The 180. And so you can find it on all sorts of resources online, on our website, on Stitcher, etc. So we'd love to have people engage with us online as well. Excellent. Thank you so much for coming by. Great, thank you both.